0: Are you a big fan of the ups and downs? (laughs) Gotta be if you're a Flames fan. If you're a Flames fan, you definitely are. Dylan and Chris from the Armchair GM Podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's discuss it. Well, Dylan, it's uh, been a couple of weeks since we've had an episode, and it's been a real flip-floppy kind of month of December. What are you thinking about the play so far? Uh, I mean, I'd be lying if I wasn't disappointed. It's, you know, you can't have five losses in the last six games and not be slightly disappointed at the very least. Um however i you know i think we deserved better in a couple of the games we you know the team hasn't it's it's so fucked the team hasn't shown up when the goalie's shown up and the goalie hasn't shown up when the team has shown up yeah um a lot this year like 20 fucking games this year and that's got to stop everybody's got to show up yeah you do expect a bit of a performance from all of your professional athletes that are making uh, making a bit of money to do so
1: mm-hmm. i think
0: uh one one of the things that kind of what i'm noticing it is is you notice the team in front of say markstrom if he's letting in the 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 first shot or 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 as he's shown the last few games not necessarily the first shot but the the second and third are definitely going in so one of the one of yeah. those three sometimes two of those three um as soon as as soon as the team gets down quick like that i find their their strategy seems to change right they're they're instantly on the defensive trying to kind of compensate for yeah what is piss poor starts from markstrom and the team right cuz i mean let's be honest they've come out flat a lot of times this year like, yeah and sometimes sometimes the poor start from Markstrom is on Markstrom and other times the poor start from Markstrom statistically is mm-hmm. bad turnovers and defensive breakdowns and yeah. no defense at all mm-hmm. and fucking bullshit like that but it definitely both both of those things happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that being said we've got what possibility of uh 20 points so far in the month of december we've picked up 11 so it's not as bad as it kind of feels because of the last 5 games but the last 5 games should not have happened you know thankfully we did pick up uh 3 points in in those losses but there 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 were some flat performances against just not very good teams like, how the fuck do you lose to Columbus three to one? And like that was the worst game I've seen since before Daryl Sutter arrived back in town. Yeah. Like in two full years. That is the worst, easily the worst game I've seen them play. Easily. Yeah. And 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 Sutter said it perfectly at the end of the game in, in the presser, right? He said we had a lot of players that came for a visit. Yeah. And, and that's That's really what it looked like on the ice. They they sure weren't there to win a hockey game. That's for damn sure. No. And what really irks me is that they laid that egg and they had a chance with a different goalie in net because they lost to Columbus with Markstrom in that. And then the next day they go to Toronto, who they know is a – you know offensively talented team like everybody knows that Toronto is a quite offensively talented team mm-hmm. and they lay another egg like they they managed to score but they refuse to defend and if you score like if you score four on Matt Murray which isn't hard you should win the fucking game. Mm-hmm. If you score four on the road you should be winning the game. You know what I mean? And yes, it was a shootout loss, but it's still like they did not. Wasn't that the game like it's been a couple weeks here, but that was the game they took like an absurd amount of penalties, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, because even the coach said, oh, that's what happens when you're in Toronto, which isn't completely true. It it happens everywhere. But yeah. Yeah, I mean when when he was ref- when he i think when daryl made that that comment he, he was referencing his time when he was in chicago back in the 80s right yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was a it was a well-known thing back then um not saying that that's i mean when you're talking about stick and like they you can't contest that when you high stick somebody in the face it's a stick when you slash it, yeah. somebody it's a slash when you hook somebody that's you know, there's a little more leeway on that one, right? That's more discretionary, but the, but the ones like sticks in the face, we've had so many high sticks in in the last two weeks. Yeah, it's funny the team finally clean cleans up the too many men thing that's been a problem for a yeah. couple of years, and then they start fucking waving their sticks around like they're fucking Thomas Hurdle. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <"Ugh."> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's there there were a lot of penalties that were penalties that we that we took on in that game the the one thing that really bothered me when i was watching it and one of the things i kind of do agree with on Daryl it's not it's not the penalties that were called on us it's the penalties that were not called on toronto yeah there was a fucking ton of them like there there that <clears throat> who was it magic no sorry I can't remember who uh, cross-checked um, um, Matthews there and, and took that. I think it might have been Zadaroff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. a light cross-check, Matthews goes down like he's playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It, it is a cross-checking penalty. I get it. I mean, could there have been embellishment on that? I mean, obviously there was, but could have been called, sure. But what really pissed me off, was later on in the same period Manjiapani gets gets the same thing cross checked in the back he goes down no fucking call 20 seconds later Backland gets called for the probably one of the weakest cross checking calls i've ever seen in my life yeah that's what that's those sorts of things are what what really bothered me on there's that. no standard and i get i get that you know each ref is is different even though they shouldn't be when it comes to calls the calls should you know the rule book should be a lot more black and white than it is mm. but um the thing that gets me is that the same refs in the same games exactly being inconsistent that doesn't yeah. make sense if you're gonna call something in one that on one player mm-hmm. call it on every fucking player in That's that right. game as soon as you call it once the standard has you, been set. Exactly. You set the standard. Yeah. Go with it. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it's the 18th fucking cross-checking penalty of the, of the period. So yeah. be it. They so be haven't it. learned that that's what you're calling. That's on them. That's right. It's up to the players to clean that up at that point, right? Yeah. But it has to be called. If mm. you're going to start making it the call, it needs to be called throughout the game. So that that's what kind of irritated me with the with the officiating in that game. Okay, it wasn't. I mean, I I believe every one of Calgary's penalties were justified or could have been called, yep. except for the the backline one. Still, kind of bothers me, but it it is what it is. But it was the other ones that weren't called on the other side. That's what really bugged me about that one. Yeah, um, and and that's what I think Sutter was really getting at. Yeah. and I mean, you squeezed the point out of that. I think that as a fan base, we probably all would have been less pissed off with that loss if the team hadn't completely shit the bed in Columbus like they did. If we had come out with those two points that we had absolutely no business throwing away like that. Yeah, walking um, out of that back-to-back with three points instead of one would have been great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um and then you go to Montreal and <laughs> so I have I have something to say to the fans about this game. And in general, the the last both games against Montreal we've had this year. Cause did Markstrom started the other one too? I can't I can't remember. Mm. Um let's see yeah yeah so when those games were both over the fan base flipped out about goaltending (laughs) they flipped out about how shitty the goaltending was and how bad markstrom is and how bad you know you know all, all of that shit is and i'm sitting here thinking like you witnessed the team score one goal on jake fucking allen in two games yeah one goal combined and yes sure he played very well the first game but you fucking shot it right into his belly you shot it right at his pads you weren't crashing for rebounds you weren't trying to snipe you, you were just getting shot volume, which is driving me nuts this year. I don't give a fuck about shot volume. Get shot quality. Qu- quality shots. And, yeah. and and to put a loss on, on a goaltender after he finally lets a single goal in in the third is asinine. Yeah. But it's, to blame it's a goaltender fucking, for a 2-1 shootout loss is straight up fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean... Granted, his his one goal wasn't good. No, sure. no, no, no. I'm not talking about the the regulation goal. The shootout was gross, but yeah, like you can't, you cannot put that on the goalie. There's, no, it should not have been in that situation. That should no. not have been. That should not have gone to overtime. It shouldn't have gone to a shootout. But that's it's it's stupid. If you lost yeah. that game. 7 to 6 in a shootout you you blame the goaltender probably right. sure if you you almost never ever lose a game two to the one even in regulation mm-hmm. and blame a goaltender that's right that's on your team you you need 3 goals to win in this league generally almost every time it's it's a standard right it's definitely a standard for sure so fans Blame the right fucking party. <laughs> Blame Dylan. Blame me. I'm I'm shit. Complete shit. Um fucking so shit. after the Montreal game, again, squeeze the point out of that one. Yep. Um go back to Markstrom for the Vancouver game. Right. Which why well, wouldn't you, right? He's played well. I mean at that point he had let in two goals in the, his last two games. So yeah, go right back to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you I mean he didn't he didn't play great in that game. No, he didn't. Um I mean the the team fell apart in front of him too. I'm not like he should have had a couple of those, but the team did fall apart in front of him yeah Um, for sure i mean he he in in that game you know he had a a 889 save percentage which isn't which isn't what you want out of your top line guy or top uh top goalie right but no but i mean it wasn't as bad as the next one but so there's that yeah um but i mean but even just like and that shootout in vancouver was a joke for a whole different reason, like yeah, the one against Vancouver and Calgary, that was yeah, I, agreed. That that was like, don't get me wrong, I I like backland and and uh, all that type of stuff, but yeah, did we, uh, that shootout lineup was fucking it, stupid. It was, bad. and and I know Sutter was just trying to prove a point or trying to go with hot hand or or whatever the fuck he was doing, yeah. But I mean. A brutal miss and just a complete whiff. And go with your fucking shootout guys. Right? Even like Rasmus Anderson is now a shootout guy. Go with him. Go I, with. Which is funny, you know, one goal in in three attempts this year, right? Two. Has he got two? Yeah. Yeah, he scored the same goal. The same thing. On yeah, two right. shootouts. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Um and then St. Louis and St. Louis is just just that I'll be honest um I was sick and had to work the next day well at midnight so I missed that game and I watched parts of it later mm-hmm. uh while I was on my break at work and I just yeah like I went back to it but I I couldn't put myself through that <laughs> the the first two periods i mean it was okay it wasn't great but it was okay that third period was the worst period calgary's played this this season i was going to say includes columbus that includes columbus i was going to say this calendar year but i can't say that because uh game 1 against edmonton in the playoffs last year was just as bad yeah you, yeah the one we won that that yeah like it, nine four nine everyone was nine, celebrating six, i can't remember what the fucking score was but it was nine to six i was sitting yeah. over there thinking oh yeah you know that was probably one of the Edmonton I've ever fucking seen. six goals that's gonna win yeah. us the series yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i mean if we could get nine every night then it would but yeah obviously that's not gonna happen seems pretty sustainable yeah yeah, we're, you know, we're down 2 to 1 going into the third. I mean, it's not a great position to be in, but at least it's doable. But then holy shit the wheels fell off. Like it was just it was disgusting. Yeah. It was. And like do, like do we have to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, I'm already over it. Yeah. So, on this to, to San Jose, uh, a yeah. game we actually won 5 I'm to o- 2. I'm over it because two days later, San Jose, baby. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Finally, finally, we be the team that we should beat. Right. Finally. I, I was going to say, we beat the team we should beat. And, um, and and with a score that it should have been. You know what I mean? And, like you know, we should have more than doubled their goals. Yes. And. I was going to say very deservedly show so and going back to the sh- uh shot quality instead of um quantity I believe we out we got outshot in the San Jose game but we outplayed the shit out of them yeah I I even think the possession numbers were close to the same for for each team but we outchanced them heavily like with grade a opportunities markstrom made the saves he needed to make a couple of really nice ones and you can't blame him on either of the we were talking about this earlier you can't blame him on either the the ones that did go in because those were great cross crease just and he almost got both of them um but um so so we were essentially less in 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 all metrics except for penalty minutes right? <laughs> you know 20 25 to 26 for shots for san jose yeah which is whatever yeah 55 to 45 percent in the face dot to san jose two for seven opposed to a one for four in the power play we had we had seven seven fucking penalties and we yeah. still pulled the win out, you know, convincingly. Yeah. And we looked like, even though we took those penalties, I still, I don't know if you're trying to disprove what I'm saying here, but like, nope. I think we deserved the fuck out of that win. Like we out, like we took those penalties. Yes. And we shouldn't have, but like. There, we, we controlled the narrative of the game for the first two periods for sure. Yeah. Like we, we had puck possession for for far more of of the first two periods than than San Jose did. Yeah. Yeah. They and they they outhit us, they outblocked us, but you know those those are those are signs of a team that are trying to battle back. Yeah, and, and being outplayed.
1: Right that's
0: yeah. that's just what you do. And a couple again a couple of those calls were kind of chincy like the um even Eric Carlson was laughing because Eric, Eric Carlson did what Eric Carlson does and broke his own ankles and got right. a tripping call out of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a bad call. Yeah. The, uh And he was laughing about it, like yeah. he he knew it was a stupid call, and they scored like fucking three seconds into it. Yeah. Yeah. On a really nice shot from Timo Meyer. The. Uh, the one thing that kind of got to me. So we got got Luch back in the lineup. You know, I think it was his second game back after three three nights off, three <laughs> games off. Mm-hmm. Um, while Luch is on the ice, Gilbert takes takes on a fight. I know, I know, and it wasn't a really bad time. Like, I like the it fact was- that Gilbert's trying to keep his spot. I like the fact that he wants to fight. But that was a we were up to one at the time, I believe. We were up to one. I think what it was, it it wasn't so much Gilbert. I think it was. I think they they were talking about some history between the two potentially, uh, from juniors. All I um, heard was maybe these two have some that history. Maybe what it was. I, I I didn't yeah. hear that they did. I know that Mackey and whoever he fought the other night, right? Um, Pizzetta, I think those two have fought before but i don't think these guys I, they may have but i think that was more of um the commentators rick ball i think just saying maybe these two have fought before right. yeah, yeah yeah yeah. that could be but i mean like whenever whenever a team is down there's there's always going to be somebody trying to rejuvenate their team and get the team back in it um so obviously I, I think Gilbert being the recipient of that call, who decided he wasn't going to back down. Um, so I like I don't put any stock in the fact that he did it in 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 a, in a time that he shouldn't have, because by rights he was actually doing very well in that fight until that last punch. I do agree, but him doing well in the fight doesn't mean it was a good time to fight. To me, that, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, um and but well, what again, really yes, bothered I think me, Gilbert is doing a good job proving himself and stuff like that. But I also think that with a certain guy on the ice, he should have gone over there and pushed Gilbert out of the way and knocked the other guy out. Agreed. Yeah, I I agree with that 100%. Especially after him not playing for... for And and everybody talking about the fact that he hasn't had a fight this year. Mm -hmm. That's the time you do it. I mean, yeah. I I get he's you know allowing the the kid to do his thing, but that's Lucha's job. It's one hundred percent Lucha's job. Like and don't get me wrong, time. I think he scored. Was that right after he scored or right before he scored? Um, boom, boom, that was right before. Yeah. So, I get that he scored and that and that's great, but he still should have punched the other guy out and let Gilbert not get hurt. Apparently. Well. Hey, Lucha's a scoring machine now, right? Yeah, right. What is it, like 800 goals left until he catches Gresky No. 720 or something? 600. Like Calm down. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Calm down. He'll get there. Just give him time. He'll get there eventually. <laughs> Got to be patient, right? Park is ass in front of him that. Yeah, you can't just um, rush your way into you scoring titles. Yeah, So... <laughs> Let's talk about this high sticking call um, that's that everyone's talking about in uh, uh, Thomas Hurdle and Lindholm were in the faceoff dot, and the faceoff happened, and then Lindholm kind of gave him a couple of, you know, fairly hard um, cross checks into the chest slash gut area. Right. And he took exception, and then when Lindholm turned around and started skating away, he, like, baseball swung fucking right into Lindholm's face. Um, which is which weird when... because doesn't he shoot right? Because he definitely bats left, apparently. I, he. Let's just say there was both a wind-up and a follow-through. Yeah. That um, yeah, was a good axe. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely a chop, right? It, it, and it was It was 100% retaliatory. Um, should Lindholm have done what Lindholm was doing? Maybe not. But at the same time, you, you mean do what happens at almost every face-off? Should he not do that? <laughs> they were battling back and forth. They were both in it. I don't know. <laughs> it, it wasn't just Lindholm hitting them. They were both hitting each other. Yeah. Yeah. He just took exception was, to and, one and more and from got pissed off about it and fucking yeah. chopped the guy's fucking nose off um and yeah i was I, expecting it to be five thousand dollars which is the most dumb thing i've ever heard that you can buy a guy who makes fucking <laughs> millions and millions of dollars five thousand dollars and say oh yeah you've learned your lesson um but that's what I thought it was going to be because player safety is a joke. But they actually yeah. gave him two games. And I was both surprised and kind of happy about it. Not just because we play them again in the, uh, tomorrow, but also because yeah. that is what they should do more often when shit like that happens. So I, I have two different frame of thoughts on that play. Yeah. Okay. So number one, I've got my... NHL is trying to protect players' heads, mm-hmm. right? Which is, or sorry, NHL claims they're trying to protect players' heads. Yeah, like, and that's I, what I mean I by they sure should they, be yeah. doing it more. Yeah, and then they, I, and then on the other side, I've got my God, I miss hockey from the eighties and nineties. Yeah, right? where when chopping somebody's head off was more okay. Yeah, <laughs> it happened three times a night. Yeah, right. So. Yes, in today's NHL, there's no place for it, and he and he absolutely should have got two games. Yeah, right. If yeah. he had if he had any sort of history, he would have got five games. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Am I? But he had had history before. before, and yeah, they almost so. never give anybody without history a couple games. So I, I was has, impressed. Has he ever had a fine? I'm not sure. I couldn't tell. Right? You. If you can't. You can't have history until you're suspended. Right, you know, I can't get a job because I have no experience. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get a history until you get suspended. Then you have history. Mm-hmm. When you when you two hand slash somebody in the face, that warrants history, mm-hmm. right? Or developing a history, right? Yeah. So there's that. And I aspect don't think of he's it, a right? dirty player. I think he just no no he he just he, did what that, he did. It was he, in... he to the moment. It was bonehead bonehead decision at the time right yeah i make bonehead decisions sometimes i know you don't all the time god right but i don't you do i i see it all the time but that's fine <laughs> right some people are are, are 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 good at you know the the level-headed thinking yeah and if you're, like and you, if, and if you're buying any of this shit i i've got something to sell you <laughs> uh anyway so you got that aspect uh, ask your you daughter know, and your wife about that yeah well thankfully they're in bed because <laughs> they would be calling me out on this shit and rightfully so right? then there's the aspect of my my love for hockey from back in the day yeah. and you know what i when i first saw it real time i went oh yeah and then i went oh yeah right no you can't do that shit anymore yeah right so am, am i surprised he got two games yes should he have got two games yes yeah that's that's and, you, and you're not surprised because you think hockey should be how it was. Right? You're surprised because I'm surprised because they actually did it. A fucking joke. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like, who is it, George? Oh, uh, George Peros. Like, yeah. it's fucking George Peros. The people that <laughs> they choose to have at the helm of players' safety, Shanahan, is and George like, Peros. Like, holy shit, right? <laughs> You know, like, and, and, uh, I can't imagine why it's a joke, right? Yeah, uh, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, who who doesn't love Shanny from back in the day, right? I mean, he was a good, gritty, hard nosed player. He was, and could score goals. And, and would chop have been suspended. <laughs> would have been suspended for every single rule they have in place as it is right now. Exactly. So he should be the one calling it, right? Yeah. Now, I I don't have any <laughs> issue with the call, I, right. and and. I'll be 100% honest, I wouldn't have an issue if they didn't give him anything. Like, it, it's To me, is it stupid? Yes. Do I care? No. Yeah. I no, wouldn't... I don't. I would have, honestly, I would have been slightly annoyed, if not slightly, a little bit pissed off if he didn't even get a fine. Um, I would have been happy if he just got a fine. But at the same I, time... I think the I like I, w- I said before I think the the whole finding thing is a complete joke. Finding players is I, an absolute joke. Yeah, yeah, it's it does nothing. I I would have had an issue with it if Lindholm would have been out of the game because of it, but he scored 13 seconds later. Yeah. Like a couple of, like yes, I'll bring this up. A couple of years ago when fucking McDavid elbowed Kotki and Emmy right in the fucking face and it was like blatantly obvious. And Mister, S- my salary is thirteen million dollars this year. Got fined five thousand dollars and played the next game. Yeah, yeah. That's how. That's that's but like he, that's like me getting fined twenty five cents for. But he, but he doesn't have run. history, Dylan. He doesn't have history. Oh, but, but that was that was like the fifth time that you can you can go back that on was tape the and watch him time doing he it. He did something that year. He did he yeah. a, a slew foot and something else. I can't even yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah, it's it was the that was the again. I don't time think he he's had... a dirty player either. He no, went through a stretch where he was doing stupid shit, and he's kind of fixed it. But I'm I'm gonna assume that he's fixed it because I haven't really been watching a lot of Oiler games this year. Um, yeah. so I, uh, maybe maybe he's done it right. Like he doesn't get penalized for it because he's McDavid. Yeah, like he didn't get penalized for that, right? Yeah. so I mean who knows maybe he's still doing it I don't know Mm -hmm. but he's I mean he definitely has a history of doing shit like that whereas yeah anyways yeah so the San Jose game good win yeah Um, good win we should have had basically their best forward next game against us not that I think we need that but uh, it's good Um, yeah well, Let's talk I a mean, little bit about we, some of the players that, uh, we've been seeing. I think, uh, I think that's a great idea. I think we right should after take a, we take a break. Yeah. We should take a pause because so, that was a good recap. Cause it's been a while. Yeah. And then, uh, take a bit of a break and we'll, uh, talk about some players and what we're seeing, what we're thinking. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll see everybody in a minute. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age, some restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. So let's talk about some players and some of the uh, hot topics going on right now. Some of the lineup notes. Um... You you take notes. Uh, I don't, but you know, that, thankfully where... the internet does. Whoop whoop! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Wes Gilbertson takes notes for me. Yeah, he's good at that. <clears throat> What's that? He's good at that. Yeah, he is. He's quite quite good at that. Um. So. We've kind of been through how we feel Markstrom's been playing and he's doesn't have as many wins as he deserves because the team kind of fucking sucks dick in front of him half the time. Um I think it's a 50 50 balance on that one, but that's fine. Yeah, no, it is. But still, if the team didn't suck dick in front of him when he was playing well, then he'd have probably four more wins Um in my humble opinion well if you would score some fucking goals you'd have more wins yeah yeah win without scoring goals so if you uh, get your shit together Markstrom. Yeah. speaking of scoring goals mm. uh Elias Lindholm had a couple last night it looked like he uh was having fun in a game for the first time in a month at least yeah um which is great to see um and that huberto pass like when he came out of the box that that play developed so nicely because that little bump back pass from Kadri that didn't go offside I was worried <laughs> about that and then was beautiful and then he just rifled it over without looking like he knew where Lindholm was and Lindholm and this is huge because this has been a problem all year especially with Huberto passes Lindholm didn't bobble it it wasn't too hard for him he just Put it right in the back of the net. Well, Lindholm was feeling it, right? And and we all know what the end result is when Lindholm's feeling it. The puck's in the net. The puck's like, in the net and the like, puck's not in our net. The, yeah, exactly. I mean, we already know what he brings brings to the game on a 200-foot level. Yeah. I mean, one it, thing it, I'll, I'll never question is his his ability to fend in our zone. Yeah. But when he's, when he's feeling it, he's got such an incredible – it's not even it's not even a full one time. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's like a like a half time. Because yeah, and it's just a quick, boom boom, right? Like it's and, it's not a slap shot. It's not it's not a wrister. It's a snapshot. A snap, yeah. It's a snapshot, right? And it's, yeah, and even when he's got the puck and it's not a one timer, he's got a really nice shot. He's yeah. he's just had bad luck slash not using it at the right times this year. Yeah. A lot of the team has just been really uh, uh, not confident, I suppose, this sure. year would be a way to put it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, he, he had three points last night. It was a plus three, which is great. Yeah. You know, uh, the four games previous to that, he had three, three points as well, all being assists, and was a combined minus three. Yeah. Okay. So, plus plus he, he had he had uh, a minute or two more in ice time uh, last night over the over the previous four so yeah like and so he's being he was being rewarded for his play cuz i mean he played really well last night he was all oh, yeah. at, at all times and that's lindholm we we know and love and that's who we want to see on the ice whenever possible so this is something i wanted to ask you um yeah. cuz he missed a couple games or did he only miss one game Who's that? Lindholm. When oh. Phillips came in, Lindholm wasn't playing. And Backlund was up on the first line. I think that was only one game. Played. I think it was just the one game. Yeah. Do you think there was something minor bothering him that he needed a game off for that that was bothering him all year? And that's why he looked off like maybe something minor going on in mm-hmm. his well, he, hands he, or his wrists. Or He wasn't he was a healthy scratch no he wasn't yeah yeah so i i i would say no because in in my opinion even if he was one night in in three off is not going to fix that i i think it was like a like an a, an illness of some kind do you th- well i'm okay do you think that he he was he's been fighting a bug for a couple weeks or, or something like that, or or do you think it was just that day? Because he like he hasn't looked like himself a lot of this year, right? No, he hasn't. But I mean, like the team hasn't either. But I was, yeah, the team hasn't. I mean, he lost the the two linemates where he had the most incredible year of his career. Like, there's there's a lot of reasons for him to not look the same. Yeah, um, and then. When you when you cap it off with the fact that they're just, it didn't click right away with with Huberdeau, who we all kind of thought, or at least I did, <clears throat> I thought it would click right away because of Huberdeau's ability to create a play and Lindholm's ability to put a puck in the net. I honestly thought You'd that figure, that would be right? a dynamic duel, but it just didn't. It just didn't uh, materialize when he was put on the on on the line with uh, Ruzica there for whatever it was three games four games that looked great and Rizika was 100%. flying too 100% he was flying Lindholm was flying and i i thought that was kind of what got Lindholm back into this season yeah you know? and yeah, that's, yeah, no, I can you, agree with that. You, you can see him kind of enjoying what was happening again because he had somebody that he was able to you know, do that around the ice with, and they they actually did quite well together. And something Ruziska was doing then as well that he's not doing now for some reason is something Kachuk was really good at last year, which is protecting the puck on the board and behind the net mm. and using his, his ass and yeah. – <clears throat> getting his body in the way and shielding the puck and drawing defenders towards him so he could get the puck to somebody else. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree
0: with that. Now now you see I I find he's he's trying to shoot the puck at the net too fast. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like he's not he's not waiting for a play or a player to be in, in the in the lane or anything like that. He's just rifling it on net. He got a couple of goals, so he's he's trying to be a shooter, which is great, yeah. be a shooter, but you have to be a shooter at the right time, yeah, obviously, which is funny because I mean, as fans, we all yell at our TVs or or while we're at, at the arena, you know, shoot, shoot, shoot. Well, yeah, but but if but you gotta doing... be smart with your shot, right? Exactly, by by shoot, I mean, you know, when when. Rasmus Anderson has the puck at the point for three quarters of the power play. And, and, and no, and, you know, Kadri has finally gotten to the front of the net. And, and, you know, maybe now it's time to shoot, not like just walk in and take a shot that is perfectly, you know, savable by an NHL yeah. goaltender because he can see the whole thing. Yeah. From, when there's, when, there, when there's, when there's not, when there's not a defender line. or one of your own players in front of the goalie. Don't take yeah. two strides forward and and snap, yeah. Like, come on. So I want to talk about another guy who's been playing. I think pretty good. He got promoted up to the quote unquote first line with Lindholm and Toffoli, uh two games ago. I think against um, against St. Louis. Um and I he, think you're talking about Dubé. Yeah. Wasn't that just last night? No. No. Okay. No, I think he because I think he scored a goal against uh, mm. against St. Louis as well on that line. Mm. Okay. Um, I could be wrong on that. Again, that that was the game I missed, but I'm pretty sure that uh, he was playing on that line. Um, but I think he's played pretty good. Um, he's he's had a pretty good San year. Jose he did. He he's had a pretty good year with 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 Kadri. They started out really well. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's when I was eating all my crow because I've always considered Dubé to be a, a third line guy. Yeah. And he then was, he's he was, got streaky again. Yeah. So he you know he he got he started out really well with 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 Kadri, and then essentially the two of them kind of dried up. Um it it's tough to have a pair, right? Cuz you always People always talk about pairs, right? A center and somebody, right? Yeah. And so, it was a good pair, but you still need contribution from that third player. And so, when that third player really isn't contributing to the overall success of the line, you'll think you'll see that things dry up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, and that that was happening. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, he's, also- he's had a strong year, right? He's had a very strong year, Dubé. That is, yeah. Um, I, I and I'm all for it. Like I said, I mean, if he any if if any player can prove me wrong when I say they're a third line at best, and and they're not going to mount anything unless they get off their ass and show me, yeah, gr- friggin' a, bud. I you love, know, yeah, do it. That's something that. I think both of us get a lot of fucking shit for online is like, oh, you just always, <laughs> you know, talk shit about these guys or whatever. And it's like, no, we're not like it's not that we don't like them or it's not that we don't want them to do well. Like yeah. I I know you are just like me, where you no, know, I'll go back to fucking Sam Bennett. If Sam Bennett ever did sweet fuck all for the flames ever, I would have been ecstatic. I would have been Super happy, but instead he continued to be a fucking shitty hockey player. So I hate, I hated on him. Bennett, Bennett's <laughs> biggest thing, and and I, and for me, I know it's kind of off topic because we we should be talking about the flames, but just yeah. a quick one. I I found that Bennett became very pouty after a couple of seasons that he wasn't being showcased on the first line. Like I'm I'm Sam Bennett. <laughs> yeah, like Neil. Like, Right. Yeah. So like if you, if, if in your brain, you think that you should be here, but unfortunately you're being played here, but then you pout about it. So then you really belong here. Mm-hmm. Right. In, in my opinion. So if, if, if you know, if Dylan so Chris Dubé... is saying with his hands is if you're on the second line, but you're pouting that you're not on the first line, then you get put on the third line because you're yeah. Pouting. right. Yeah. So, so which is, I'm not saying that Dubay has been has been pouted. I don't that's think Dubay's ever pouted. No. no, I don't think that at all. But what I'm what I, what I am saying is, up until this year, I've always given him the third line um, review, if you will, because I I've never because really, that's what he's the, shown for the last right. three four years. That's right. Yeah. But then he, you know, he was this he is was fair. Bumped, bumped up under the second. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I really wasn't sold on that line at all. And then he showed that he belonged, and it was great. I don't think he belongs on the first. But I don't think he belong- I Like, I, I think he's playing really well there currently. I think yeah. that it would be a mistake to, for, say, Brad Tree Living, to be like, oh, that line is flying now. We'll leave right. it how it is, because that's yeah. not a long-term no. Um.
1: No, you don't want to roll into the playoffs.
0: Success. You don't want to roll into playoffs with that as as your line. No, and and right. honestly, that quote unquote first line has one first line player on it. That's right. And so that you know, all that being said, like I said, up until beginning of this year, I've always had uh, Duby as a third line player, nothing more. Yeah. Sometimes less, but mostly nothing more. I will. I after watching him this year and how much work he's put in and and how he's improved his game, I feel very confident and comfortable calling him a middle six guy now. Yeah. Right. Like he could, he could go second, third, second, third, second, third. And and I'd be perfectly okay with it, with the way he's playing at the moment so far this year. Yep. No, I I agree. And he, he even went through that, that dry spell um, during that That seven game losing streak, and then a little bit longer, I believe, but but you also have to look at your your line mates, right? Cadre wasn't looking good. He spent Cadre spent so much fucking time whining about shit instead of just playing the game. He was fucking pissed off about (laughs) about he's pissed off every game or every missing a shot or something on against San Jose last night, and I was just like, dude, you're on the bench like fucking smashing your stick and fucking slamming shit around it's like if it's yes, not the team hasn't been good but like your attitude is not fucking helping right now at all absolutely and if, if it's not that he's pissing and moaning and still slamming the stick and 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 slamming the uh, the door closed on, on a non-call that he figures should have gone his way or whatever yeah. like get your fucking shit together and just be a be a player and work your ass off and play <sighs> quit your whining which, which he is good at he is good absolutely at- yeah when he's doing it though right the same things happen we we've seen it with many players over 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 the course of a number of years right all of a sudden a play doesn't so you spend all your time flailing and throwing your arms up well the puck is fucking 80 feet that way get up yeah get in the yeah. play if not, if that the shit call, out. if the call is going to be a call, it's a call. If it's not, then yeah. then you're yeah. fine. And it, so get and up if, either way and run. And, away. and if you think a, a ref is going to all of a sudden try a makeup call because you're being a fucking whiny bitch on your knees or no. on your ass on the ice, get get your head straight because they're not going to yeah. do that. And get back in the play. Another thing that bothers me about Kadri, like I think all in all his body of work has been kind of what I expected of him throughout this year, which is, you know, he's on pace. Actually, he's probably on like just quick math. I think probably he's on pace for like 70 points or something like that. Um, But I think he's a 60 ish point player that, so he's doing what I expected of him. Um, But what he's not doing, which I do expect of him is being in front of the net on the power play. Somebody needs to be there. For some reason, he's on the half boards. We have fucking Lindholm Antifoli, and tafoli and Huberto. All three of those guys are better shooters and passers than he is. Yeah. So he should be in front making a screen. Yeah. Every, and I'm not joking. No, I, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but from, for my money, every time I've seen him do that, we either score or we generate a really good fucking chance. Yeah. But every time he's not, our group chat is freaking out because the power play stagnant and nobody's moving and nobody's doing anything and there's nobody in front of the net. And then we don't score and the puck goes the other way. And it, it, it Power play is horrible, and I I'm not pinning that all on Kadri, but no. he needs to be in front of the net. No, it's not on he Kadri needs to because the fucking goalie's eyes away. Right. Well, yeah, I mean that's literally your job as center. Yeah, that's your job. Get yeah. in front of the net. Yeah. Yeah. And when yeah. you have a passer, like when you have a passer like fucking Huberto. Yeah, and a shooter like Toffoli and another shooter like Lindholm, you don't want those guys to be standing in front. You want those guys with the puck on their stick either making a nice pass or shooting. You yep. want Kadri yep. right in front. I'm not saying he's a shitty shot because he's not. No, he's not, but, but he's not as good at it as the other three guys. That's right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you, you want you want Toffoli and, and Lindholm to be 20, 25 feet away from the net, ready to shoot, ready to receive it. Receive the pass and closing from... in. Sure, on the net. Yeah, yeah. Not Absolutely. just standing 25 feet away from the net, getting the puck 25 feet away from the net, and then closing in on the net and not turning away. <laughs> so, so I will defend Kadri when it comes to what's happening in on on the play or in the power play. And the reason why I will is. It's been a problem since before he got here, right?
1: So, uh, yeah. So,
0: it's. I don't. I don't think it's a player issue there. It's a system issue there. And even because it's funny, because the year not last year, but the year before, Kachuk was always in front of the net, and that yeah. was working really well. Yeah. And then last year, <clears throat> when well, Kale McLean showed up, um. So is and McClain Chuck started started going to the side of the net? So is is it's, is McClain? McLe- um, it's either McClain. There, or or, it's not or it's Mueller. Mueller. It's it's Muller. Yeah, I'm Mueller. Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So when Mueller showed up, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't because before that, um, I can't remember who was there uh, with with Ward and and like at a, I think it was Yellen L- though, isn't it? No uh, Jelena was was put back in the back in the office quite a quite a ways before that I think like I think the year before but it either either way. Either, either way it's been a thing for many years so yeah. I will defend Kadri as far as that goes because I don't think it's a player problem I think it's a system issue that needs to be rectified like they, okay. they need to I agree with a, that yeah a different they need that. to practice a different system when it comes to the power play yeah, and they also need to stop dumping on the power play because that's a giveaway ninety percent of the fucking time. Or, I mean, stay with me here. They can forecheck, maybe, maybe, <laughs> with it seventy five percent of the time throughout the game, and just pull it out on occasion. You don't always have to, you know, skate it in. Sometimes you can dump it in. It doesn't have to be your only fucking move. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's about as predictable as a drop pass to Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah, and you can, you can try a drop pass. You can try a pass over the blue line. You can try carrying it over the blue line. You can try a dump. But don't, don't, don't just do one fucking thing the whole time because it right. makes the other team be like, okay, so I'll just stand over no, here in the corner and the puck will come to me like 99% of the time and then yeah. I can just clear it. I, I do like watching uh Huberdo gain the zone within maybe two, three feet and then pass it kind of diagonally over to somebody coming in. That's that's been fairly successful to get in because yeah. there's some momentum there and yeah. they have control, right? So yeah. I, I do like that play that 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 Huberdeau brings to the table. That's something Johnny would never do. And that they he would just started go, doing that. He would he would never go over the line with the puck because he's afraid <clears> to get hit. <throat> you know, hit or lose the puck, right? So he never Mm -hmm. had that drive to just keep going. He would either dump it before getting in there or dump it into the corner, right? Where now at least we have somebody that has the confidence to carry the puck over the line before passing it off, and I like that. I do like that. So we've talked about Manji without talking about Manji Yeah, I don't, I don't want about, I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about Andrew anymore. Andrew is what he is. Either he's, he's gotta get the shit together or or he needs to go away. Yeah. Right? Stay on your um, feet. Pass the puck. Stay on your yeah. feet. <laughs> um and this is something I know we agree on to is Tyler Toffoli is getting a lot of hate for something that's not his fault. But, um, but what what's what's the hate? I don't understand what the hate is. He's people, people are like, oh, he's got to get off the top line. He's no good. And to me, it's like he's doesn't have to get off the top line. He's third in the team in points. But to me, he is a second line player, and he always has been. All of yeah. his, you, you go look at his, you know. Here, I'll, I'll look at it right now. His his previous. Um, his previous seasons are you know um uh the, the man is on pace for, for between 40 uh 30 and 40 points so yeah. that's a second line player and he's, that's fine it's he's, totally he's fine. on pace he's on pace for a career fucking year and he's taking heat exactly which and, is and that's totally fine to me. and he's taken heat because he's on the first line, but I always try and combat that with who is going to take his place. Right. The heat that the, the on, on our, our current, on our current roster, Matthew right. Phillips, obviously. Right. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, he's, he's either supposed to be on the first line or take somebody <laughs> out of the fourth line. Right. He's not suited for either one of those fucking spots, but yeah. whatever. But, yeah. so, but it's not a Tyler Toffoli problem that he slotted improperly. It's not a Tyler Toffoli problem that we don't have it, the guy who should be on that line. It's not Dylan Dubay's problem that Schuberdo can't seem to click there. It's right. not, you know what I mean? It's, it's not, it's yeah, Brad it's, Tree it's, Living's problem for not having a fucking first line right winger. That's right. Right. So we put the guy who we have that is best fitted for that spot which is Tyler Tofoli. Do I think he should be a first liner? No, I don't. Do nope. I think he is the best fit that we have for a first line right wing? Yes, I do. Yeah. That's not his fault. Stop hating on him for it. Exactly. Yeah. That 100%. The man, the man is on pace and like to greatly exceed a career year he's on pace for 60 60 ish points yeah 30 his, his career high is 58 yeah so he's on pace for 30 ish goals which is uh his Potent- second best year yeah potentially yeah his highest is 31 yeah and and, and we're talking that ten, year 10 years he won ago. A Stanley Cup look at that yeah. Right, yeah. Like it, it, it's our fan base is fucking hilarious. They really are. Yeah, I mean, if you look at our current roster, who who are you putting in there? There literally is nobody to put as your top line right winger. Okay, that's that's what we've been talking about. I'm just gonna quickly run through it with you. Okay, okay. Matthew Phillips up there. Radim Zahorna up there? No, he's the center. Milan Lucic up there? Yes. Okay, Brett Ritchie up there? No, we tried Richie on the on the first line, and, and everybody, everybody got pissed off on about him it. because guess what? He wasn't supposed to be yeah, there. He's not a first Trevor line. Lewis. Well, no. Yeah, that would be that would be asinine. That that would and be I, improper loved, slotting, right? And I love watching Trevor Lewis play. Me too. He's so, one of my favorite forwards on the team currently. That's right. Blake Coleman. No. No, nope. he's a perfectly he's a good middle six guy, hundred um, percent. Andrew Mangipani. not a fucking chance. Why would you have somebody who can't skate without falling down? I, I want him. I, I, I want him to eat popcorn for four games out of the next eight. Yeah, me too. Adam Ruziska, no. If he, he, he would consistently in. play like he played for those four games, That's yes. Right. I mean, there's potential for him, but he's not there yet. Yeah, he's too he's My- too young and he's learning it. Michael Backlund, no. Nazem Kadri, not a chance. So who the fuck's going to go up there? Nobody. Like, and it's funny because because four out of the out of the seven players you just said are yeah. centers. That's exactly. A great thing I, I that going... we have. That's a great thing that we have at the moment is center depth. Yeah, it's it's great to have. Don't fuck with it. Yeah. No, and and, and I agree. We have. One guy in our in our Facebook group that keeps telling us that he wants to see Kadri go up on the first line with Lindholm, and Lindholm move to the to the wing. Which I is that Muggsy? Yeah, and it's been on my list of things to try in years past. Um, but <clears> this <throat> year, like he's but he's coming off a goddamn. Second, you know, second voting for Selkie yeah, as a first line center, and we have this yeah. really good center slotting right now. If but let's, if if anything in all of it, if if anything in my brain, Lindholm doesn't lose the center, right? If 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 Kadri is going to make it onto onto the first line, he's not at center. Yeah, in my opinion. Unless Lindholm's hurt. Right. And the only other issue, so now you take away your quote-unquote second-line center, who goes there? Do you put Backlund up there again? I mean, I, I would feel okay with Backlund up there. Yeah. But I'm obviously, I would prefer Backlund where he's at. Yeah, I think he's too. having a great year. He's having a really good year. Would you put Ruziska up there? Take some face-offs, Maybe. Maybe. But like, maybe why are we talking about this? Like, it's yeah. Just it's, have Lindholm on your first line and have Kadri on your second line. Like, has been the plan the entire time. That's it's like it's like great was to working have for the depth. first seven games of the season. Is working again now. Let's keep it how it fucking is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we all know that Dylan uh, Dubé is a is a center as well. So maybe he moves over. But still, I think I, I'm over I don't that. like that. I, I mean, I, I was over it three years ago. No, I know. And I've, but, I I like the fact that he can take a face off. Yeah. I like the fact that if there's in, you know some injuries, he can possibly <laughs> move over. That's totally fine. But he that's, plays that's, his best at wing. And 100%. he always has. And he's proving it right now. He's been promoted to the first line and is producing on the first line as a left winger. Yeah. Why are we moving him around? Oh, and that's that's a great thing, right? If you have somebody that has, has played throughout their career within, you know, junior in the A and whatnot as a center and, have, and they're developing well on the wing, whether it be left or right, doesn't matter. Then if by some chance the center gets thrown out of the faceoff uh, circle, it's really nice to have somebody else that has the ability to take a faceoff, right? It sure is. Like, it's a, it's a great asset. You know, it's yep. a, if, you, if you have an abundance of centers that can slot in other positions, that's a phenomenal yep. asset to have. And, like, if the team is more properly slotted and Dubé's on a line with Kadri, mm-hmm. then you have those two centers. And then that's you right. have Backland and Coleman. And Coleman was a center in college, right? That's right. So he can he can take faceoffs. Same same with Adam, right? And and Adam Ruziska can take take faceoffs. In fact, he's you know maybe not the best center we have as far as faceoffs, but he can take them. Exactly. Um, Trevor Lewis is 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 a center, you know, yeah. who plays right wing on the team because we have Radam Zahorna, who's a center. That's right. Yeah, center center depth has been an issue for the Calgary Flames for a long time. And so, it finally it's starting to look like we're garnering it. So that being said, with Adam, I'm I'm actually surprised. I thought his numbers were better, um, but he, he's at uh, 42.55 this year in the faceoff dot. I yeah. honestly thought it was better, and Less- that's probably part of the reason why he's been playing wing. Fair enough. But yeah. I'd rather have a guy who is experienced on the faceoffs and can take. Mm-hmm. You know, for you know, can win forty five percent of your face offs as as a as, a, as a guy yeah, as, as a backup as a backup. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and I was actually uh, unaware uh, that he's at at forty five point eight through his career. That that surprised me. So. Well, I mean, how many face offs has he taken? Not it can't be that many I in the scheme of. Yeah, it's not. It's not that many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I so. We have to talk about Phillips. I know that neither of us really want to, but let's make it quick. Um, sure. Send him every, to the Everybody's got this done. Fucking hard on about how Matthew Phillips, the Calgary boy, isn't getting a shot, and oh, right. all this, all this stuff. Okay. Um, teams having trouble scoring. Um, but if, but if Matthew Phillips was in the in the lineup apparently we'd be scoring another seven goals each game um you would have to take He would have to take seven shots he's only had one in two games i know like everybody like oh let's let's pull uh lewis out and put him on the fourth he's five foot fucking eight and has never played a grinding role in his life you just want to throw a kid out there and watch him get murdered okay Matthew Phillips plays bigger than he is, which means he plays five foot nine. Right. I'll give you that. People are like, (laughs) I I compare him to Theo Fleury. Theo Fleury played like he was six fucking four. Like, that's not a comparison in any way. And Theo Fleury could also hack and slash and fucking bite people's ankles. Like, like that is... (laughs) like fuck you for saying that about Theo is all I got to say about that. Like Theo deserves better than that. You're not even a big Theo fan. I'm, I'm, I mean, I am, and I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I am. I'm a huge fan of what he did on the ice. I'm not a fan of what he of the person. Did, did to me in person. That's fine. Yeah. Is what it is. Um But I mean, but I think the comparison between Phillips and, and Fleury is laughable. It's ridiculous. It needs yeah. to stop. Yeah. So, Now that we've both got a little bit out about Phillips, who's should be in the AHL. There are players who are AHL are all stars that don't do shit all in the show. And we have other players like sorry, who probably deserve to be up more than he does. And Mm -hmm. I'm over Phillips. And if he leaves for nothing at the end of this year, I will not give a fuck. In fact, I'll be happy. Um, I wouldn't even be happy. I just, I literally won't care. Yeah. You know, the um, only, you know the, so the 54% Rangos on the face What's that? 54 Uh Phillips? No, Sohorna. Oh, Sohorna. Okay. 54% yeah, yeah. on the face off. You know what? He's, has he played? He's played every game since being called up, right? Uh, he didn't play last game because he was, that's right. Because we were on no, COVID. yeah non-covid and we went with 70 yeah um he doesn't have any points i believe let me double check that one he doesn't have any points and he's a minus one Um, playing third line fourth line fourth he's playing fourth line the whole time i believe yeah fourth fourth center so whatever i i don't hate it um the fifty-four, well, fifty-eight or the fifty-three point eight percent on the face-offs, is enough for my fourth line center. How many games has it been? Is it four? Oh, I think it's more than that. Uh, yeah, it might be five or six now. Five. Yeah. So after five games, because we know the line hasn't scored, which is fine. Mm-hmm. They've been on the. He's been on the ice for one goal against five on five. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm In five games, and, and and let me yeah. let me look at this here, um, and and with with five. your with your wingers being different every game too, right? And as Luch was out for three of those games, so thirteen so- thirteen goals, I think I could be off here, but I think it's thirteen goals that have been scored on us since Adam Zahorna showed up. He's been yeah. on the ice for one of them. That's horrible. Yeah, for your fourth I mean, line center, for fifty four percent uh, on the face offs. Um, well, and like and like I said, okay. like he, he's had different he's had different wingers every game, mm-hmm. right? So you got different different players that are slotting in and out. Uh, you got luch has been come you know come you know he sat for three and all that fun stuff. I, as far as I'm concerned, I like him moving forward, and I. I I hope by this time next year that I can call him a bottom six. Which I I think I can. I think he's got... I think in the next couple seasons, he'll just be what he is right now. And I don't have a problem with that. Like, yeah, he'll probably have, you know, a few goals, a few points, whatever. but. I think that he'll be like a full-time fourth line player who gets bumped and, up to the third did you say he's sitting at 55% at the dot? 53.8. 53. 538. 53. That's, that's great. That's that's Monahan in his heyday, right? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's that's actually kind of remarkable given you know his his lack of experience at the NHL level. That's that's really impressive. Yeah, so uh, and and he'll make somebody else expendable. No, he'll make a like not that Luch plays center, but he could make Luchich expendable next year. I'm um, thinking again, probably. I'm thinking probably Lewis, unfortunately, but Lewis Luchich, whoever it is, yeah, you know, um, so it'll save us two hundred fifty thousand, and he's faster than both of those guys as well. He he actually is quite fleet of foot considering he's. He's big, six, right? Five, fucking five, six, six. Is he six, six? Damn, and he plays left wing too, so yeah, there's that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, everybody else is just kind of ch- chugging along, you know. Anderson's been uh really, really good offensively this year 21 points in, in 32 games, he's already got as many goals as he had last year. Um, the rest of the guys you know hanafin's doing Hannafin things which is he's been as really underwhelming good. as it always is for me and anderson has been you know obviously really good I, I guess by really good i mean he's he's been good offensively i've seen a number of defensive gaps but i do like how he how he leads the rush a lot mm-hmm like a lot. And there there are offense or sorry, defensive gaffes in his game for mm-hmm. sure. Um I, I, I agree with that. But I also think that when he's playing defense, when he's not concentrated on offense, which obviously he is a lot this year, but mm-hmm. when he is playing defense, he's actually gotten a lot better at it. Right. Um, over the last two years or so, I think he's I only I, going up. I I actually am more of a fan of of Hannafin's game this year than you are. I know you always have been though. That's true, but I mean, like offensively, I think he's been been pretty decent. Obviously, the game the other night helped that. Um, mm-hmm. but you got two goals, right? Yeah, the two goals. Yeah. He has three now, but he had two in that game. That was against Toronto. I can't remember which one it was. It was against Toronto where he got those two goals. Um, But, yeah. like He's a fine defenseman. I just think he's he's overrated. I don't think he's bad. I just think he's overrated and he makes a Mm -hmm. lot more defensive gaffes than than Rasmus does, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, he's got he he To me, and I know you're not going to like this, um, he he reminds me a lot of Hamilton, right? right? Except for I actually prefer Hannifin over Hamilton. I prefer Hannifin over Hamilton too, but I don't like Hamilton because he can't defend his way out of a paper bag. No, can't. Um, But Hannifin is... I mean, again, he's a fine defenseman. He's very unspectacular in my opinion. Like Yeah. That's how I I want my defense. I think people misunderstand what I like. It's not that I don't like Hannifin, it's that I think that he is and I've said this a hundred times, but he's worth more on the trade market than his value is on the team. Right. You could get a guy who's three years older and the exact same and a first-round pick for him, right? I truly believe that because of his age and because he's got this name value. But you could get a guy who provides the exact same thing as Hannifin provides, who's two or three years older, and a first-round pick. Yeah. If you could, if you traded them, that's my opinion. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And again, it's not that I don't like him; it's that. I think that still having him, and and if if he walks away at the end of next year, I think that that it would have been really poor asset management. We're not – Brad's not known for that, is he? Anyways, moving on. So uh, um, Stone's been shit, honestly, since he came back from his injury, which sucks. I mean, he has been shit, but he's still a plus player, right? Yeah, but he's also been put down to like five minutes some games because he's been mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> yeah, no, he he had a he had some struggles there for at least four games. Very sheltered, and yeah, yeah. Zadorov well, and Uyghur haven't been great either, honestly. Um, Zadorov, I've been I've been fine with. I know you don't think even in the last like three or four or five games, maybe I thought he's really gone down. I know that everybody's been all about his first, you know, 20 games or whatever, but I think the last few, he's kind of gotten really, he, he hasn't Not been, he hasn't been as strong as he was for sure, but I no. still don't have an issue with his game. I mean, he's, he's still, he's still a, a plus seven. He's, he's getting some, some points. Um, It's, I mean, do you know anything about what happened last night with his, with his hand wrist? Arm? I have no idea. Uh, like, obviously, he blocked that shot. Um, yeah. But they've, they've been very tight-lipped about it. And to be honest, especially with Tanev gone. He didn't gone, practice. He didn't practice. But especially no. with Tanev gone, it worries me, right? That worries me a lot. Tanev yeah. did practice. He did, yeah. But, but that doesn't mean much. But he practiced three days ago as well. Mm-hmm. And then they so, put him on IR after practice. Yeah. But he's sure. available to be activated off of IR if tomorrow if he right? can be. He's yeah. available um, to be activated off IR tomorrow for the game. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he will be. That just means... Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when it comes to Tanev, I'd rather them take their time, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to have the luxury of going into the into the Christmas break or holiday break, whatever holiday season break. Um, so it's three days this him... year, is it only three days? Three or four? Yeah. Oh yeah. Never mind then. Yeah. I was gonna say because you know then you got that that extra few days, but if it's three or four days and whatever, I but, think you know, we I, play I, on I think Thursday to... and then we play on uh, Tuesday. Sweet. I think they need to take their time with with and make sure that he's healed properly because he's he's needed right mhm like i understand bringing him back but he's needed at as close to 100% as tanev ever is which is yeah 72% that's right <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah he'll be at 100% until like until like fucking 5 minutes into game one of the season and then he'll be at 72% for the rest of the season i don't i don't even think Chris Tanner starts the season at hundred percent. No, I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he's felt a hundred percent for ten years. No, like the way he plays. Um, I don't think there's many other people we got to talk about. Weger, you we want to talk about him? He's been. Well, I okay. mean, he's. You know what? I mean i I don't want to. I don't want to shit on the guy. Obviously, I've been disappointed in in his game so far, but. It's I have not, no doubt he will be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it, you can see, like, the the tools are there. And you see it. And, right. and he, he, every once in a while, you know, a few times a game, I'll see him make a play and I'll be like, that is why they got him. Because mm-hmm. he will replace Tanev when Tanev retires or goes or whatever happens. Yep. He is the closest thing we have to Tanev, yeah, and he's signed for seven more years. Yeah, he's not an offensive Dynamo. Um, He's he's pretty reasonable at at exiting the zone. He's really good at passing out of the zone. Yeah, he's really good at passing out of the zone. He's really he's got a really good stick, uh, defending with his stick. So, Mm -hmm. which is what Tanev's really good at body position and stick. That's right, and and I think if he can work with Tanev or Obviously they're like they're not line mates, but I think that if well, he can if he they can They play learn together something quite often. They do. Yeah. Um, but like they I mean it's been quite a while since they played together. Right. But I think if he can learn something from or take, you know, find some takeaways from Tanev, I think I think he'll be a, a really, really good defender for for a number of years. Yeah. And I think that I think a lot of people are upset because they saw this guy who you know anchored power play one when when ekblad was out for however long and um for like half of last season and i don't think that's his strongest suit and that's not what the flames need i i got into this conversation with um uh somebody who I was talking to who drafted Uyghur in, in fantasy. And I was like, Weger was a great fantasy player last year. But. Oh yeah. If you look at the scope of where he w- was to the scope of where he was going, he wasn't a good draft at where people drafted him because he, where was he being drafted at? I saw Fifth, sixth round. Okay, you got So Like last, it would year, have been good there last year. But but, but you, he is now the fourth best defenseman on the team. No, I and, get that. But the second best defenseman. On the but team. you're 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 literally shitting on on people drafting a player based on numbers from last year when you've got professional fucking GMs that will hand out multi million dollar contracts oh, oh, based yeah. on one fucking year, right? That. The guy, the guy, yeah, I, I, the, I shit on them too, Chris. Hun, the the guy literally had two hundred and three shots last year, and eighty one uh, penalty. And I did not know, but like, 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 I, I honestly, if he was available, I would have taken him in the fifth. Personally. Fair enough. I, I, yeah. I look at, I just look at where he came from and the fact he was the second best defenseman on a team where the first best defenseman was always injured and is always injured and has already been injured this year. Right. And now he's moving on to a team where he's going to get most like, like if you just think about it a little bit, he's going to get less ice time. He's playing behind Rasmus Anderson and and Tanev. So he's now the fourth best instead of the second best. Yeah. But you're talking about he is Right. Based on, on his progression throughout his career, he he should have replaced Hannafin. Uh, But again, if you look at how the Flames were last year and you they're not breaking up Hannafin and Anderson because they were so good together last year, that just wasn't yeah, going to happen. Yeah, but if if you look at pro- progression, right, and as you've said for a couple of years, Hannafin is expendable. That's your replacement. That's your out that you've oh, been talking yeah. about Hannafin forever, was Getting, right? getting traded, fuck yeah. Right? Because we, we we spent the last three months, four months, talking about the fact we need a top-line right winger. And what's it yeah. going to take? It's going to take a really good roster player that we need to also shed a bit of cap. It's going to take a prospect and a draft mm-hmm. pick, right? And and I know... Or probably you, just Hannafin and maybe a mid-round draft pick. That's right. But I know that's who you floated out as 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 a potential option. Oh right? yeah. That would have been so, great. I, I knew it was never so, gonna happen, but that's what I would have liked. So so based on 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 Uyghur's career and his progression throughout his career, that would have been a phenomenal fit. Unfortunately, he's not geared up, at least especially coming he's in, in a he different wasn't... role than he was in last year. That's that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's in a different role, but he also struggled at the system for at least half of the games that we've had this year. Oh, hundred percent, right? So, which it, is it's... another reason that's why I didn't draft Huber though, too, because right? Yeah, well, you knew yeah. that's right. I mean, maybe that's just. I me mean, who, being a the anomaly, right? Because when you think about it, he's been this player for many, many years, and then mm-hmm. had one year that was unbelievable but before that he was, was really good before that too. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 100% yeah. absolutely yeah I'm not the yeah, exact but we're 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 Uyghur. You know, he had his first two years you know he's here next year boom next year boom next year bang yeah and it's like right like those are those are pro- pro- progressions that you want to see in a in a younger player he's mm-hmm. not younger anymore obviously but no but when you when you see a, a player Taking steps every every season. I mean, granted, again, last year was the anomaly because you know he, he's coming off the president's trophy and uh, uh, team, and and you know was elevated into that number one position, you know, because because of uh, injury. But still, you still expect a player to be able to at least be not necessarily close to the 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 height, but at least where they were, and he's not. Right. So he's nowhere near what he, what he's, what he was three years ago. No. And so I do know, I I know what you're getting at. I'm just saying he's like, he's, he's on, he was in a role in Florida, Mm -hmm. a role that wasn't available in Calgary. Right. In my opinion. Right. And probably in a lot of experts opinions as well, unless Hannafin is hurt or unless Anderson is hurt. Right. But those guys aren't hurt every other fucking game like Ekblad is. Right. So, or for half of every season like Ekblad is. So that is a role that he is very likely to not have to, he is more than capable of taking that role should it arise what what role think, what role are you talking about exactly what the number 2 defenseman who can step into a number 1 role okay so he is capable of that but that is yeah. not needed on this team yeah yeah no for sure 100% so so he has a different role now he plays so, with the shutdown guy most of the time so so what I'm what I'm feeling or what i'm thinking when you when you have somebody like Uyghur who excelled and on it's fine i'm not mad power about play. that no no ex- no for sure yeah. um when you have somebody like Uyghur that excelled on uh say power play right because yeah. right. he was quarterback in the power play mm-hmm. a really 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 good power play sure yeah but do you know why you, a really good, do, you do you know why you have a really good power play Because you have a good quarterback. That's where it starts. I'm not knocking Rasmus. But all he does is fucking pass back and forth. That is really fucking annoying. Why not put somebody like Uyghur who had Huberdeau, in that position for a game or two? See what happens. But he... He only ever gets the power play two when Uyghurs off the ice. So one of his trigger guys to get the puck to to, to start a play out, yeah, is not there, but is available on that on that power play one. Mm-hmm. Like I I think much like a lot of what happens with the flames, is a lot of the players get mismanaged right? Like, we've watched Anderson struggle the entire season at power play. I'm not saying he's a struggling defenseman, but he he just... Yeah, he can keep possession of the puck. I don't give a shit about possession of the puck. I want to see shots on net and high I think, danger chances, I think, right? I think I, this partially... And I'm not... I agree with you on that. Um, he does just kind of skate back and forth with it, like, on the line and Pass to either the one guy on the half board or the other guy on the half board. But that's yeah. also because that's the only option they're giving him. He yeah, could shoot. It, those but guys are literally in front of the fucking net. That's so true. it's a systematic problem, like you were talking about earlier. But he doesn't even seem to look that way, right? He gets the puck and he's and he's looking these ways. Like he's he's already ready to distribute the puck. Okay. I will right, but... look at that more. I will look at where his hmm. head is looking more often because. Yeah. I I I could see that, but I I can't tell you I've yeah. I've looked at his head a lot because I'm usually watching the puck or the play, so yeah. I'll I'm I'm usually watching around the net going where the fuck are we? Where is everybody? <laughs> yeah, me too. Why, why I is, I feel why is like you know where Anderson's looking at too? I'm again I haven't looked yeah. at his head, but he's yeah. like, how am I supposed to take a floater from the blue line like Geo used to? Then that's going to go in if that's right. Nobody's screening the goalie. That's right. But that's—I mean—that's—I'm like—I do agree with you on 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 Uyghur for sure. I I believe that there's certain situations that we could be utilizing his chemistry with a certain top line player and 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 power play player that's on the team right now that came with him on the trade. I a hundred percent agree with that. I right. didn't think that was going to happen, but I do think that they should give it a shot. I'm not saying they shouldn't. Yeah. I just don't think it'll happen. Yeah. but, that, but that, and that and that and that's honestly what i think the the downfall of the flames organization has always been is the stubbornness right especially like, with like, with like with a our, certain our power play sucks mm-hmm. and i'm not saying our power play sucks because of rasmus that's not what i'm saying no i know but it's a it's it's also, also, rasmus is a part of it but it's still, yeah. it's a combination of the that's systems right. and the fact that the players are not won't better from the system, that's horrible. That's right. And it's not better because of Rasmus. It's yeah. not worse because of Rasmus, not better. So if it's stagnant, why not Why not try for one, two, two, two times in a game? What's the harm? Well, last year we were like, put fucking stone there. I'm right because I want stone on the second power play still. And he's had shifts there. He scored yeah. a power play goal earlier this year. Exactly. Like, no, he didn't. He he, b- busted one off of a a pad that I think Kadri scored a pa- on the power play because right. he was on the power play for once. And that's how, you know, you're right. It shouldn't always be the same five guys. It Yes, yeah. most of the time, but, like, fucking switch it up sometimes. If things and, aren't working, switch it up. And, and when you look at how fast – Sutter will change up lines because there's something's not working. Well, but they had re- they had seven great games and then had one shitty period in Edmonton, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna yeah rip apart everything that exactly work." But he refuses to and change up the power play, back. right? But then he refuses to change a power play. Yeah, that is. What are we sitting at? Eighteen percent? I don't even know. Like whatever not it is, good. Right? it's not great, right? Like, like he's he's even said, we need one more goal. He says that after 90% of our games, he said, we need one more goal. It's like, okay, well, then when are we going to score goals on the power play? Well, it's it's been the same five guys all season long. Maybe change one player, start with one player. Or, or even if you're not going to change the system. (laughs) Yeah. If you're not going to change the system, you got to change a player. If you want a different result. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I agree with that. Anyways, <laughs> this has been a really good episode. Good chat. It's been a good chat. Got a little heated at the end there, which is always good. But I, uh I don't know about heated. I'll show you fucking heated. Oh fucking show you a Cheeto in your beard, you motherfucker. Yeah, see, that was all <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry to the uh the five hole crew, but geez, I mean it, it all happened too late. Dylan, Dylan was working weekends and, you know, my beard was down to about here and I was going to start eating chips and shit out of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I can't do it with the trimmed up. I got to look good for my grandma for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm doing that right now, but <laughs> I, I at least have a a, a trimmed beard. Mm-hmm. You got to look good for all the people out in podcast land. Yeah. Especially the ones in at Spotify, you know, the audio version, because I got the face for radio. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, thanks for tuning in for another show, everybody. Uh, don't forget to uh smash the like, hit the subscribe, share with everybody. Let's start getting uh these podcasts going again. I know it's been a couple of weeks since Dylan and I have been on. I've had a couple of illnesses and some uh uh personal family matters happening uh nowadays and of course now we've got the holiday season coming up so we're going to try and get an episode out to you again real quick right after and uh other than that i hope everybody has a a safe holiday uh season on on the weekend and uh some good times with your friends and family until we uh all see you again happy holidays cheers cheers go flames go